So on the KRMG News, we are joined now by a special guest, uh, Dr. Ebony Johnson, the superintendent of Tulsa Public Schools, the new superintendent of Tulsa mm-hmm. Public Schools. You've had kind of a, a busy month or so. Absolutely. I'll tell you, the the start of the um, January of 2024 has already been busy. And of course, the last of 2023 was busy as well. So yeah, a lot of great things happening for our young people, a lot of work to do, great teams doing the work, glad to be leading. And so TPS is having, you said, uh, an enrollment uh, event this weekend. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, Matt, I'm so glad that you asked that um, because we're so excited to welcome our families from Tulsa and the surrounding areas to come and learn more about Tulsa Public Schools. So Saturday, we are launching our Enrollment Expo, which is the start of our enrollment period. And so families will come out to the um, University of Tulsa, Chapman Student Union, and they can come from 9 to 2 and enroll their child, learn more about Tulsa Public Schools. We'll have 77 principals and school leaders and schools there in order for more information to be exchanged about our amazing programs. Um, There'll also be opportunities for transportation to be provided. Um, Our website um, gives you all of that information. I don't want to mess it up, but I want to (laughs) say www.tulsaschools forward slash enroll. And so um, you can go there and learn a lot more information about what we'll be offering. There will be um, various partners there. So if students need immunizations, we'll be providing lunch to our families as well. So it'll be a great opportunity to come and learn more about what's offered in Tulsa Public Schools for families to want to choose us to understand what we offer. And we're celebrating the fact that we're the largest school district in the state of Oklahoma because our families are choosing us. Absolutely. You mentioned January's already been a busy month. It's only day four, right? (laughs) Yes. So there's been a lot uh, with Superintendent, State Superintendent Ryan Walters and his his concerns about Tulsa Public Schools and your hiring. So you went to the State Board of Education last month. You presented your plan. And after that, he started saying more supportive comments about you specifically and the district. So what do you think about this about face? What do you think about it in general? Yeah, I'll just say, Jen, you know, we're very appreciative um, as a district to one, get up every day and do the work that we love, serve our students, get our students the information, the education, the opportunities that that they deserve. Um, And when that's recognized, we get excited. And so as of our December presentation to the state board, um, we were affirmed by the comments of our state superintendent, both there and at a later time where we had a more one-on-one conversation where he continued to give accolade to Tulsa Public Schools for our most recent presentation um, and very specific specifically the information and the data that we shared. Um, We were excited to know that the information that was exchanged um, with Superintendent Walters and the state board was information that they really wanted to hear more about and that we landed that. And so I'm super excited because the the teams are working really, really hard. Our school leaders, our counselors, our teachers, our support staff members are working very diligently to do the right work for our young people. So is the district improving or starting to improve? It just sounds like the timelines that you have for so many teachers, so many students, it's kind of hard to 
judge that or even see how well someone's going to be improving at this point. Yeah, we've had to, um, you know, really be very laser-like focused on the data that's before us as far as the data that we have at this amount of time of the year. Um, As you all know, our students don't take the actual Oklahoma State test until April. And so using, you know, various measures prior to that is what we've been looking at. So our various interventions, our resources that we're providing to our students on a consistent basis, you know, monitoring how our students are doing on what we call end-of-unit assessments to determine if they are actually showing growth. We also um, give our students what's called a MAP assessment, which truly just um, better understands a level of comprehension over all of their ELA and math skills. And so we've been looking at all those things to determine how our students are progressing. And based on what we're seeing so far, our students are definitely trending in the right direction. In addition to that, we have, you know, looked at the schools that are in most need of improvement and, um, you know, not only, you know, work that we know we have to do within our district, but then also our state is expecting for us to look at those very specific schools and students as well. So within that data, we're also being very, very intentional about the number of students that we have to move from being our lowest performing students to moving in the right direction. And so that is our daily work. Um, We are consistently both looking at that, monitoring instruction, supporting our teachers, getting information out to our families, making sure our students are setting goals, and really supporting all that work. We're speaking with Dr. Ebony Johnson, the superintendent of Tulsa Public Schools. Dr. Johnson, do you feel like this process is is progressing in a reasonable way? Like, are you getting useful feedback from the state? So, yeah, so we actually meet with the state, as you all know, on that monthly basis Mm -hmm. where we do go and we present um, to our state superintendent as well as the board. In between those meetings, we have meetings with the academic team at the state department. And so those meetings are are pretty frequent in that we initiate those meetings as well as the state initiates meeting with us. Okay. So so we definitely collaborate on a pretty consistent basis with the academic team at the State Department in order to, one, get clarity on exactly what it is that we um, are expected to do and by when. Um, in addition to that, to just lean on for both information and resource around how to actually make it happen. Um, and so those meetings do happen on a regular basis and And um, our teams, we also have what's called the school improvement team members um, that come from the state. Um, They actually visit all the schools in the state of Oklahoma who are schools that are in need of improvement, school districts in need of improvement. So those team members do frequent Tulsa public schools and walk hallways, walk classrooms with our leaders in our district in order to ensure that we are are on the right track and that we're um, trending towards meeting the, the expectations and actually teaching the Oklahoma academic standards. And so um, having said that, I would say that we've ensured both on our end and on the end of the State Department that we're in consistent communication so that we can row in the right direction, move in the same direction and actually get to the end goal, which is for our students to be great. And so I think we do have that in common and, and that's what we want. What about uh, parents? I know parental involvement is a huge part of a student's success, and I would imagine that there has to be a percentage of these students that are struggling that aren't having that parental involvement or are not having that home life that they need. What do you do there? 
Yeah, Jen, thank you for that. One of the things that I know within my leadership that'll be critically important is that I communicate more often with our families around all the things that we, one, need their help with. And then two, encouraging them around the ways that they can step up and be really strong for their child's education and that we really do need them. I mean, they are their child's first teacher. So having said that, one of the things that we're launching um, this month is we're going to launch what's called Universal PTA, which is basically all of our schools are going to stand up um, parent-teacher associations. And so we're very excited about that. We um, know that um, that's going to require that we step into some of our spaces, our schools where there has not been a PTA or the PTA chapter has fallen off. And we're going to provide both supports through funding um, and we're going to provide resource and connect them to schools where they've had a thriving PTA so that all of our schools have an equitable opportunity to thrive with parent-teacher associations. In addition to that, um, one of the things mm -hmm. that I know I have to do a better job of, and I'm excited about doing that, is putting myself in a position to be directly communicating with our families more often. So you'll see and be, you'll be hearing more about me doing that, um, sending information out, and then actually doing a lot more online communication and in-person communication with our families. So Dr. Johnson, there was a kind of a weird story that we saw with your, uh, w with you getting appointed. And of course, I'm talking about, you know, Jeanette Marshall filing the police complaint. Uh, can, can you talk about that a little bit? I, I'm sure it's probably not something that you can maybe talk about a lot, but just what, what are your feelings on that? Well, you know, Matt, I'll just say that um, I, you know, being that this is my I don't know how many day at this point of being both the interim and superintendent. I know I haven't hit 100 days yet. That I do know. Um, but I'll say that it's it's been a learning process uh -huh. for me mm -hmm. in that, you know, just learning all things board, learning all things, um, you know, what does it mean to navigate board relations? So having said that, um, one of the things that, that I'm learning more about the board is, um, you know, there are various, you know, rights that they have and different opinions that they may have about how things work and do not work. And in the case of the situation with uh, board member Marshall, I have respect for all of our board members, all seven of them. Um, and because um, because of the fact that this was an executive session meeting um, that she's referencing, I absolutely have no knowledge about executive session sure. because I'm not actually mm -hmm. present in those meetings. Um, but what I can say is prior to the executive session meeting, I've had nothing but great interactions and uh, positive interactions with Dr. Marshall um, regarding um, both my leadership, her affirmation of my leadership, and I completely respect the stance that she's taken she took when she made the decision prior to me being named superintendent because they all have their various constituents. Absolutely. They all have their various opinions, mm -hmm. and I completely and utterly respect that. Okay. Do you think that this is a distraction maybe uh, or taking away focus from the whole moving the district forward for the whole Ryan Walters issues with not having, with hopefully not losing control in the state taking over the district and well, I'll tell you, I um, just when I do think that things are kind of going to be a steady week, then some, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say that there's something else that comes along. But I, I've said from the beginning that Tulsa Public Schools and under my leadership will be the constant. It's important that we remain whole as, um, as a district because our students deserve that. All of the other things that are happening around us are variables. And so if we continue to remain focused on what's in front of us, then 
then it'll take care of itself. And that's and that's been pretty much the way I've been leading and it's been working so far. Um, but having said that about local control, it is critically important that um, that the way in which we both work together, collaborate, um, both the, the district and the board, as well as the state board and the state superintendent, we do have to continue to braid our work together um, so that our students are the beneficiaries and are successful. We're speaking with Dr. Ebony Johnson, the superintendent of Tulsa Public Schools, the newish superintendent, under 100 days superintendent. <laughs> Dr. Johnson, loop back for us again and just kind of anyone who may be coming in late, uh, let them know about the event this weekend. Absolutely. Again, on Saturday, we will be at the University of Tulsa, um, the Chapman Student Union building where our families will be welcome to come in. We'll have 77 different schools there. Um, you can come and enroll in Tulsa Public Schools and or our authorized charter programs. Um, we will have all kinds of information there. There will be various partners um, um, present and different, um, you know, resources from the community there. Immunizations will be provided. Food will be provided to our families. Transportation will be provided for our families as well. Please go on our website and you can see the various bus hubs and the various places that you could get transportation. And again, for families who are interested in learning more about Tulsa Public Schools, enrolling in Tulsa Public Schools, learning about our traditional settings, which are amazing, our charter programs, learning about our magnet schools, our dual language programs. Um, we have so much to offer. And so we welcome our families to come in and learn more, set up tours with school leaders. Um, we're excited. And thank you for allowing me to do that commercial. Whoa, again. again, yay. We appreciate you taking time to talk with us. Thank you. We've been speaking with Dr. Ebony Johnson from Tulsa Public Schools.